and welcome to another episode of the Ripples in Space podcast. My name is Kate Reagan, and usually I am joined by my co-host and our leader here at Ripples in Space, John Davis. Uh, but today he's unable to join us on this lovely Sunday morning. Uh, so it's just going to be you and me today, friends. I hope you don't mind. Uh, but today we have a very creative piece of flash fiction for you today by uh, Corey S. Pressman. Um, I'm going to be reading the story here for you in just a moment, and uh, since it's just me, I'm also going to read the biography of Corey for you. So uh, without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into today's story, and we'll see you on the other side. Corey S. Pressman is a writer, artist, and teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. He has published poems, academic works, and short stories, including a chapter in ASU Press's solar punk story collection, The Weight of Light. Biomass by Corey S. Pressman The space in between stars is not like the space in between planets. Interstellar space is meaner. There's something warm and fuzzy about a consortium of worlds, they fill their void with loving hugs of gravity, enjoyed the shared adoration of a common star, and whisper to each other in radiation scattered along arcing magnetic fields, all chatter and hum for millions of years. But here, there's nothing. No thing. Neti neti, as the sages say. Just tiny photon daggers and an occasional molecule to fill the deep, deep night. And us. There are five of us on this ride. Also, we count among us two cats, millions of crickets, and many, many bryophytes. And these are the most important passengers of all. Our brawny mosses are the reason for this voyage, the treasure we haul from here to there. They are the cargo. There's an old earth saying, I'm sure you've heard of it, if a tree falls in a forest and no one is there to hear it, does it make any sound? It's a good question, albeit a little anachronistic on Mars, where our crew and this mission hails from. We've no trees on Mars, no forests, no deep soils. Netty netty. But we do have ears, and sound, and deserted areas and all that, so we get the question, terracentric as it is. And we have an answer now. We, being the five human souls aboard the voyage vessel, could. The answer is yes. The captain of the V.V. Could is perhaps the best librarian of them all. That's why, even though the center granted my flight request two years ago, I decided to wait for a spot on her ship. Some of the greatest fruits of voyaging were cultivated on the Could. The discovery of vitamin Z, the air pen, the first infinity cat, and that's just the science stuff. The artistic output of the Could is unmatched. The monotypes of Augie Beret, of Fumba's classic Poems of the New Road, and the mighty Food of the System, Volumes 1 through 5, were all created under Palawa's gentle facilitation. And now this. I was surprised when Palawa recommended I work with the moss. Frankly, I had forgotten about it. The moss is packed into our vast cargo hold, clinging to the regolith boulders and soaking up the rays from their grow lights. Ostensibly, the moss is the main reason for voyaging at least originally. 
but the four-year journey to Alpha Centauri to deliver the soil-giving bryoliths to the Proxima terraformers was too taxing on the original pilot crews. It's that lean, mean interstellar space. Crews untrained in inquiry, ideation, and incubation simply went mad with all that nothing to do amidst the sprawling nothing of the long void. Netty netty. My thing is information art. The other three Voyagers all belong to the same Olympus Mons Science Collective. They are nice enough, but mostly leave me to my work. Palawa spends lots of times with them, facilitating their adjacent inquiry and wide-ranging ideation sessions that last for days. Her time with me seems to be a respite for her, a way to unwind. The science Voyagers are always so eager to achieve something, she explained with a sigh. They have so much unlearning to do that their whole first year is spent learning to simply relinquish outcomes. But not me. An information artist simply seeks out differences that make a difference. Info art is a way of seeing, or listening in this case. What is information for the moss? That was her simple question. With the assistance of the onboard intelligence array, I was able to search for patterns in the moss's being. Pulsing organelles, symphonic cell division, scattering wavelengths of light and gentle respiration. All this created a cacophony of difference, a patternless fuzz of humming life. But then it happened. The water misters showered the moss with a soft rain every standard terra day. And it was at these times that something was happening. A difference that made a difference. A pattern. At the outset of every misting, there was a pheromonic release that coincided with a coordinated movement of each cell's ATP numbers. This and a quantum gamma wave pulse unmistakably timed to coincide. All this lasted roughly 150 milliseconds. We all gathered in the ideation room, the biggest room on the vessel. The science team was intrigued and Palawa downright giddy. Under my direction, the ship's intelligence array had analyzed the pattern and translated this into human speech. We were all about to hear the vegetable mind speak for the first time. What would it be? What do plants say? Does this mean they've been speaking to us all along? But if a plant speaks in the void and no one hears it, does it make a sound? I signaled the array, and in a breathy, high voice we heard it. What Moss says every time the mist rains down. Wow. And there you have Biomass by Corey S. Pressman. Uh, thanks very much, Corey, for sending that to us. I thought this was a very refreshing and, and very lovely little story that she wrote, very creative. Um, the very ending of the story where the moss speaks kind of reminds me of uh, going to the grocery store and when you're in the produce section and the misters go off. And <laughs> now I'm just like, hmm, I wonder what else the vegetables say other than moss. Like, what is what is the lettuce and the, the spinach and the kale all say in the produce section? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks very much again, Corey. And, um, 
For all of you folks out there listening in, if you like to write stories, we are always looking for more stories to feature on our podcast. So head on over to our website at ripplesinspace.com and there you will find the link to our submittable page and you can submit your flash fiction stories to us. We also uh, often do quarterly longer form uh, story submissions. Uh, we just wrapped up the summer 2020 selection period and we are still fervently reading through those stories. You're making our job really hard out there, guys, but we wouldn't have it any other way. So thank you to everyone who have submitted. Uh, we are reading through those stories and going to try to be publishing those in the next week or two. We have social media, and we would love it if you would follow us. We've got a Facebook, we've got an Instagram, and we have a Twitter account. Um, so you can find us all at Ripples in Space on those various platforms. And like us, follow us, share us, you know, drop us a message, comment on a post. We'd always like to hear from our friends listening and reading out there. Thank you for joining us again on another lovely Sunday. And uh, until next time, dear friends... Take care and cheers from the void. Bye-bye.